When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And our topic for today is... Why do I keep attracting the same guy? Why does that happen? Or girl, dependent. But we hear, right. I hear a lot of guys. Like, why did I keep attracting this guy? Why do I attract the same guys all the time? Yes. So uh, we're going to um, talk about it. We are. As you said that, I just remembered like I was uh, a friend of ours. I was like, oh, you could write a fiction book based on my life and it was partly about this like the same guy topic so it's just Mm. funny it reminded me of it yeah cool yeah other than Um, writing your amazing love book Cass what are you excited about um what am I excited about oh I am excited about it being like in the 90s and the pool (laughs) 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 and maybe I was excited about that last week but it I don't know if it's going to wane or not because it's so awesome, especially like right now. Like they just announced that um, like the big water park here isn't going to open this summer. And so just like knowing I have that space feels Mm. so good and like such good timing and just even more special, right? Like we would have appreciated it, but I feel like the timing, we appreciate it even more and will for like the lifetime of our house, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those, that's some of those like tiny details that when you're deliberately manifesting fall into place perfectly. Like you can hardly like describe it, but it's that just what Cassie said. Like it mm-hmm. feels more special and more fulfilling and more satisfying because of the timing of all this. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, Cass. I had one of my clients asking where does Cassie live? Because she's talking about being in her pool and, you know, like, it's not pool weather here. (laughs) 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 I'm like, well, do you have a heater on that? I forget. Yeah, we do have a heater on it. Okay, that's what I said. (laughs) It's 83 degrees in the water. Oh, my goodness. My, (laughs) it was the long weekend in Canada and my parents and family were at the cottage and my brother does this you know, jumps in the cold water and it was fi- 50 degrees. <laughs> oh, <gasps> I know. yeah. Like, <laughs> no, we were not that. getting in when it was 60. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would love this, Jenny. My nephew um, came over the other day and um, if everyone had been separated, you know, like no one had been in contact with anyone for a long enough period of time. And he picks up the, we have this shark that's the temperature and he's like, it's 30 degrees. I'm like, it's not 30 degrees. And he's <laughs> like, and he, on the other side, it says Celsius. And he's like, yeah, look. And I was like, oh, you're right. And I was like, Jenny would love you. You're reading yeah. it in Celsius. Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what? I, and I'm just excited about life. I had this conversation mm. this morning with my love and it was just like, she was like, our life is awesome and we're finding ways that we can support people and 
um, we're just doing a bunch of research on safe ways. Like, um, you know, she was talking to a friend today that runs a nonprofit for um, refugees. And we're going to find a way to like, because we've added the bathroom, which is also like timing and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really good timing. Like we can shut the door off to our house and we can let people come in through the yard and enjoy the pool and they can wipe everything down, including the bath. You know, they don't need to come in the house. They can Mm -hmm. wipe the bathroom down, the, you know, the shower, all that when they leave. And so we're able, we're going to be able to support some people, I think, throughout the summer that, um, you know, need things to do or can't go to the splash park. Yeah. Can't go to the splash park or, you know, can't do a lot of things. And so that is also really cool that we're able to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? What are you excited about? Well, I'm very excited to be, just like you said, enjoying life and living my dream life. I had this kind of realization the other day. In a new way, I was sharing it with my truth tribers, how when I originally set this vision for my life, so when I started to kind of get deliberate back in 2013, and there were so many different pieces to the life I was creating. And when I look back over the year, I'm like, oh, in 2014, launched my website. 2015, I was on the road. 2016, I did this. 27, launched my book. 20, you know, like every year mm-hmm. up until now, there was a piece of this vision of my dreams coming true. I'm like, oh my gosh, my dreams yes. come true every year. So I just kept planning this, then, then this next year, then this next year. And it gave it a real like sense of reality. And uh, it's powerful to go back and, and look at that. And it's my favorite way to create. Clearly, it's how I work with my clients is is creating this big vision and stepping into each part of it. But dreams come true all the time. And like when you're creating, like working the way Cassie and I do with our people, you get everything. You get all the things. It's not just about getting the one thing and looking at it from this bigger picture perspective. Like we're so often talking about feels so good and it takes sometimes there's such a like pressure to manifest and as you know when you try to do that doesn't work doesn't work like that mm-hmm. and realizing like I'm creating a life I freaking love and that's happening yes. now and it's happening every day for the rest of my life like there's no I'm going to get this manifesting thing done I'm going to master it it's just continuous evolution right. So it was really it exciting to to feel that sense of kind of accomplishment in a way, but that's exactly how it's all my intentions coming through. That's how I want to live my life. So to have the real physical evidence kind of laid out like that was cool. That is cool. And yeah. you know what it made me think of? What? Uh, our I was like, oh, I wonder what we talked about in our first scripting call in 2013. Because if you all right. haven't heard, that's where Jenny and I met, I was in a coaching call and I took her through some scripting um, because I was the coach on that call and she was the client. And um, that was like, that's when we got in trouble for too much laughing. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So when you, that was fun. Cause when you said to 2013, I'm like, yeah, I like remember part of that moment. Right. Which Mm -hmm. is cool. Part of, part of your moment. Right. Yeah. Well, I will say like everything except one thing from that vision back in 2013, everything except Mm -hmm. my dream house on the lake surrounded by trees has come true. And it it's not meant to come true yet. Like it's still coming. It hasn't been the right timing. Um, But that's and so now I have new visions because, you know, I mean, and you 
do live a couple blocks from like the biggest <laughs> lake ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get it. There's no trees, but yeah. <laughs> well, they're different. Palm yeah. trees. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And as you were thinking, I definitely want to share this. Um, and we are going to get into our topic. Uh, but as you were talking about like how we create vision and stuff like that. So if you've ever wanted the basics of that, Jenny and I are creating it right now. Um, we'll tell you when you can sign up to be, you know, first in line to get it. But we are creating, you know, LOA, the Manifest It Now way. So um, if you're wanting to know like, okay, how do I take those parts of what I've learned about manifesting from other places, maybe reading books or podcasts or Abraham or any of that, and I want to put it into sort of this manifest it now way of this bigger life, this bigger vision, but I need some steps and I need to understand some other things, we're putting together um, an intro program for you. Yeah, we're going to record our second lesson right after this. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um, okay ready to jump in okay so this kind of came up because it it happened it kind of just came up with a bunch of clients all in a row of questions of so people in the dating scene and why do I keep manifesting this same guy over and over and so I want to ask where do you want to start Cass with this oh man I was just like oh where are we starting with yeah it's so a many big one next um, so where do you want to start? So, I mean, you had mentioned, so I think that there is some truth to that. Oh, mm-hmm. There's so many places. Maybe we'll just talk about the things we're going to talk about first. So we're going to talk about how, um, you want to check your story because mm-hmm. it might, it may or may not be true. That's the, you yeah, also, that's the biggest yeah, thing ahead. is I just think like, if you're telling that story first, mm-hmm. check. Check it. Check that. Is that story actually true? Are you really manifesting the same person? Or is that just a default go-to old thing or something you hear a lot? Or because it wasn't what you wanted, are you putting, it wasn't everything you wanted, are you putting that label on it? Because that label does not feel empowering to me. That's not a story I would choose to tell. I manifested the same Mm -hmm. thing over and over again. That I can guarantee you, you didn't. There are, you know, there's there's <laughs> elements of difference in there. And so check that story and make a decision. Like, do explore. Is that true? Is that actually true? Or is there something else here? Is there another way I can look at this that is going to allow me to, to get where I want to get quicker? Yes. And this is where some of the magic comes in because— mm-hmm. Um, we're going to say this more than once, so I'm just going to get it out of the way at the beginning. Like, it comes back to us, right? It comes back to Comes you. back to me and you. Cassie. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, to you. It comes back to you. Yeah, to you if you think, you know, like, if you're thinking, like, it's it's who you are, it's who you're attracting, it's, we're going to go into some of the deeper levels because so often I think this gets lost. It's... Um, and Jenny, we're, we're, we're going to talk about sort of the levels of how attraction works because I think a lot of people think it works one way and it works multiple ways or mm-hmm. it can show up multiple ways with which you're attracting. But when you look at the facts, right? So generally, if you're like putting just one story on it, you're generalizing it. You're mm-hmm. going, oh, well, it didn't work out. So he must have been, I don't know, unavailable or this or that. And you sort of put the person in a box mm-hmm. instead of 
if you would look at, okay, like what did I like about this relationship? Because we can, we're going to keep attracting what we're focused on. So if your focus is on, period, right? That's the way it works. Um, If you are focused on what is wrong and how this person is the same and it's the same, like whatever it is, right? Let's say I'm just going to pick emotionally unavailable Mm because I think that's a thing. Um, You hear like they're emotionally unavailable. Like keep, like I keep attracting that. Like you're going to keep attracting that because that's where your focus is. Instead of opening up, well, like what other qualities were awesome? And if they weren't, and if you can't find any, you you should have gotten out of that a lot sooner. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> and so it's unlikely that, so that could be the case, right? Is that you just need to say no sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, because what you're not, you're when you're allowing things that you know you don't want, like if you go past the point, we talked about this in an online dating episode not that long ago. But if you go past the point where you're like, I know this isn't what I want, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. Let's see like if you're it works saying out. yes to that. Yeah. yeah, let's see if it, you're saying yes, that's okay. Send me more of that. Mm-hmm. And I want to so, highlight. Oh, go. No, go. What you said back in, you're going to get what you focus on. Now, remember, mm-hmm. it's not what you're saying. So it's not what you're, the words you're saying, it's the energy behind that. So if you're saying, you know, the words, well, I, I know I don't want this and I and I don't want someone mm-hmm. who's not I, not unavailable. I don't want someone who is short. I don't want someone who is— Works um, too much. Works too much. And, and you, that's what you're focused on. So even sometimes you think you're focused on what you want, your energy is communicating everything you don't want. And that's a huge mm-hmm. reason why you're going to attract— what you don't want again and again. Um, And even I do feel that you can, with the right words, you can still, so you could say, I want Mm -hmm. someone who is, oh, let me pick a good one. I want someone who's funny and who has a great sense of humor, but you don't believe that's possible. And you're like, yeah, I want someone who's funny. Like you have to pay attention to your energy when you're focused on what you want, not just the words or the topic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally yeah. mean. Because there's, um, and I had this conversation with my clients yesterday. I think we were coaching on something. And I'm like, the words are right. But they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're in, they're, you can tell they're just to cover up the thing that you don't want. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there is no, like, it's all the energy behind the words. And so if you're focused on what you don't want over and over again, like Jenny said, or you're even focused on the things that, you think are the opposite of that, but it's just because you're afraid of something else underneath that is the fear. And you're just smearing it, you know, smearing that a little by putting better words on it. Perfect. Let's go a little deeper on that. So you could be having, you could, so let's say you had an experience you didn't want again. Let's say someone, um, talked to you for a week and then just randomly broke it off. And you're like, mm-hmm. stupid guys, why do they do this? Blah, blah, blah. I don't want someone who does that. And then, so you're like, okay, that's what I don't want. What I want is I want someone uh, who shows up. That mm-hmm. desire is still coming from fear. It's still coming from lack, right? Mm-hmm. It's coming from what you don't want. So you have to go beyond that. You have to go beyond and get into a place of loving and appreciating and really tuned in the experience you want before 
before creating, oh, well, not creating, before um, giving more energy and attention to it. Well, I think you even have to, this is a good example of check the story too, is like just because they like ghosted, right? Or they disappeared, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't mean that you're not getting what you want. Exactly. I almost I always celebrate <laughs> that. I'm like, great, that was easy. <laughs> right. They're not it. Like clearly they don't show up. Clearly yeah. they're not capable of having honest and open conversations. Mm-hmm. Clearly they're not sticking around. Clearly they don't want to open up or whatever the things are that are on your list. Like if they disappear quickly, like it's a good sign. Right. Great. Thank you for not sticking around. Like, thank you for showing me and thank you for opening this space for what, what I really want. Yeah. And it is so, I'm sure so many of you can agree. It's so much easier to, I know sometimes it seems like it's being done to us when someone just leaves or says I'm Mm -hmm. out or whatever, but Sometimes that's easier than you having to make a decision and debate and go back and forth. But he has these good qualities, but he has these ones I don't like. And should I do this? And that, he just left, right? That to me Mm -hmm. is a sign that your vibration is speaking louder than words. You don't need to worry about anything else. You can trust that. Absolutely. Because, Yeah. um, yeah, you just trust that you like you've created what you want and it's very strong. And when people disappear, like it doesn't matter why Mm. it's when you go and put that story on it, they should have this means when you, uh, you know, you're like, Oh, I want somebody who can show up and you put it on them. But what, what's really happening inside is that you're judging yourself or not feeling worthy because they left. Yeah. You're taking on something that was never yours. mm Mm-hmm. Because somebody wasn't a match, and no matter how they leave, doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Right? And it can feel like that. I get it. I'm Jenny mentioned my book. Like, I've been writing about that. Often what happens when you get clear about what you want is there is, there's like more of that dropout. There mm-hmm. is, um, there are less um, fish in the pond, so to speak, right? There, there tends to become less people that even you sort of notice or seem options. And it's because you've eliminated so many. Because the more work you do, the more people you eliminate. It's the system working right. But what happens is the story that gets put on it is there must be something wrong with me. There's no one around. I'm not going to find anyone. I wasn't good enough. When Mm -hmm. the opposite is true. Like, you were who you wanted to be. You know what you want. And it repelled the thing that doesn't match that. Mm -hmm. I was so proud of one of my clients. We just went through this. So she was seeing someone for a couple of weeks and then he did that thing. He was like, okay, I'm out. And she kind of had a, you know, a reaction at first. And then through a conversation realized she's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> this had nothing to do with me. And I'm like, Yes. I'm like, this, this is, you've never felt like this before. You've never been so clear in this knowing of your own, um, of what you want and who you are. And just having that experience for that clarity was powerful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Um, what else? We've talked about the story, like check the story. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we talked about your focus. Um, oh, yeah. So we just quickly as a kind of a transition. So your if you if you catch yourself in this place when you're when you oh why did I attract the same guy again? Your time to be deliberate is now, and deliberate mm-hmm. is not analyzing the past. Okay, so it's I about say that re- again. Deliberate <laughs> is not analyzing the past. It doesn't matter why you attracted him. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter what mood you were in when he came up to you at the bar. Analyzing the past is not deliberate. Creating deliberately. It's not okay, cre- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure to highlight that. Everybody heard you say that. <laughs> and so your time to get more of what you want is now. Sometimes, actually, this kind of came to me. It's almost like we like the drama, right? Like we're mm-hmm. almost like addicted to this drama. What did what I do wrong? Like, well, why didn't he want me? Or why isn't this working out? Or why did I, you know— let that shit go, guys. That is holding you back and you get everything you want. Your power to move yes. forward is now. And so in those moments, be like, okay, now I get to get more of what I want. So now I'm going to start here and go forward. Go forward to get more of what I want. Um, I wanted to talk, I wanted to, or is there anything else, Cass, that you have on that? Um. Let's see. There was something I had a second ago. Like, yes, like go forward. Like the time is now. And I and I wanted to come back to that drama point a little mm-hmm. bit um, because I think if you truly look, is anyone creating, and some people are and it's okay, but I think it's worth a, an evaluation. Like, are you creating a life where there is drama and you want to keep creating that? Or are you creating a life that is full of love and wonder and adventure. And if that is what you are creating, at some point you are going to have to let go of that need to have the drama and the the fuel that that gives you to be like, oh, but he left and to sort of do that dance. And it can be very uncomfortable because yeah. that can feel that can feel comfortable. That can feel like how you connect to people, right? If that's become sort of your girlfriend type thing. I was going to say, part of it. like that's what girlfriends get together and talk about. <laughs> well, so I've heard. <laughs> right? I was like, <laughs> I'm remembering our, one of our first uh, manifested now VIP dinners and um, the person that was with us is like, this is so different than any girlfriend dinner I've ever been to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, you have to let go of that. Yeah. And it is uncomfortable because you're, that's your, that's where you're comfortable. It's what you're familiar with. And so what's that unknown part is what is so uncomfortable and what we push against, we push away from, uh, but that's where your next level, that's where the new person is going to be when you become the new person. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. You re- The drama isn't going to just disappear on itself. You have to be willing to release it and like to consciously release that. It won't change by itself. Like you, it changes as a result of you doing your deliberate work and stepping into the woman you want to be. And I would also say it changes when you decide to, um, feel and be in the uncomfortable what it feels like if somebody you're seeing for two weeks does disappear mm-hmm. like feeling that um and I can tell you from experience is the most like one of the most powerful things in the world um 
because the, if the reason that you talk and you want to create the drama and you want to go tell your girlfriends and you want to do all this stuff and you want to talk bad about him. Stay out of the feeling. To avoid, to, yeah, so you don't have to feel it. So you don't have to feel sad or you don't have to feel the underneath, which it's okay to feel like a fear underneath. Well, like he left, right? But be honest. Don't make it about him or sort of this mm-hmm. pattern or the like make it about what you really feel and feel the feelings instead of get caught in the drama because that is also how you create forward. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. So I wanted to talk, Cass, we talked kind of about like the different levels and sometimes when, so how I often explain this, okay, is like attracting, you're going to attract what you are, right? So say you're insecure mm-hmm. and so that's going, that uh, vibration or stories active within you. Like, does someone want me? Am I good enough to be loved? That kind of thing. You're going to attract someone at that level, right? Who is also insecure. And then an, there's another level to this, which shows up in a different way. And I, and I want Cass to explain it because she does such a good job. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, um, you can think of it in, in sort of this way as well, as you're attracting what makes your story true. Right. What makes who you're being true, what activates the same things in you. So taking this insecurity example, like Jenny said, you can attract somebody who's very insecure. You can attract somebody who makes you feel like even more insecure, whether they're confident or not. Like so they one way that this might you might attract a super confident person, which being next to them makes you feel even more insecure. Yeah. So it's not that because I think people People often, well, uh, if I'm insecure, I'm only going to attract insecure. No, you can totally attract a confidence because mm-hmm. it's going to um, feed that story of being insecure. It's going to make you feel even more insecure and um, keep that story going, right? And mm-hmm. and then eventually the way that one probably ends is that you don't feel good enough and, and somehow it gets exploded, yeah. right? And you can also attract somebody that like maybe they are secure or insecure, but they make you like in social settings feel even more insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's tons of variations. These are just a couple, but it's not just like, oh, Black I'm nice white. to people. Right. I'm nice to people because I think this is normally the way, like I'm nice to people. I should attract someone nice. And that's not, it's not a, always the way it works. You attract what's underneath the nice. Yeah. Right. Like if you are nice to people because you want people to like you, which comes back around to sort of this insecurity topic, you're going to attract people that make you feel insecure. Um, whether they're nice or not is not the same because that's not the overall or the like the dominant vibration that's under who you're being in the world and what you're attracting. Yeah. It kind of reminds you of when we were talking uh, two weeks ago about how the the pandemic like intensifies whatever vibe Mm -hmm. you have going on, whatever, whatever relationship you draw into your life or person you attract into your life is going to highlight whatever active vibrations you have going on. So if you're full of joy, you're going to feel more joy. If you're full of fear, you're going to feel more, eventually you're going to feel more fear. Like the Mm -hmm. first parts, you know, getting over those first little bits of connection and you're all in the (laughs) ego mind. (laughs) He loves me. Oh, yeah. And then you get to the real stuff. Um, that's what's going to come out because that's what's on those underlying levels. So it's so important to do your own work before and before getting into, I mean, Cassie and I both are, do your work before you get into these relationships. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure, do your own work. Um, because if you haven't done your own work, even the the perfect relationship won't flow. Like you won't so connect true. with that perfect person because you haven't done the work. And this goes to a topic I want to make sure we cover at least a little bit as we wrap this up. But it's what you're able to receive mm -hmm. is as much a part of the attraction. Like if you can't, you know, you don't have a space, you know, I, um, I'm, Jenny mentioned writing a book. And so one of the things that I talk about is so often people have like this list of things they want in a relationship, right? But no one, or rarely, do people look at the other side and say, am I ready to receive that? Like, first of all, am I being that person as well, right? Mm -hmm. And I like to use this example as a good one. Like if you say you want somebody who travels, but the only place you've traveled is like to your mom's for Christmas. <laughs> like you're not traveling for adventure. You're not, do, you know, you're you're not, not doing, you know, you're not doing anything. Yourself. So, yeah. Um, you're not going to attract that. But then if you're also not able to receive, like you want somebody who can open up, but you're not, you're not able to hold the space of somebody opening up. Like mm. you, you shut it down. So good. Um, or you don't feel your feelings. Like, yeah. You don't feel your feelings. Like you can't attract somebody who's going to feel their feelings mm -hmm. um, because you don't want to. If you don't want to be seen being vulnerable, you're not going to attract somebody who can allow you to be seen because oh it's just gosh, not it's all hitting so it's hitting home <laughs> I remember all these parts <laughs> <laughs> oh now I I don't want to wrap up maybe this is another show for another well, time <laughs> let me have like I just want to share one story because this yeah. was just a couple weeks ago guys and I'm I'm good at this and so it was like we were both I was sitting outside Lisa was outside doing something and she's going in she's like oh can I get you anything and my normal response is like no I'm fine and I had I had to stop and catch myself and be like yeah I would really love um you know a Perrier can you grab that for me and she was like I would love to and mm -hmm. I was so aware of like oh I've never been so willing to ask and receive because I would always just say, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. And it comes from a whole bunch of different places, like just wanting to be independent and take care of myself. But in order to, it like, it brings, gives her joy to give. You guys know this. When you think of giving someone something, it gives you joy and you have to remember that. And there's just both sides of this circle, but that's that receiving part. And that was definitely something I had to learn. Obviously I'm still learning. Um, about that level of receiving the love. Yes. I have like Ugh. so many stories about all these things. I feel like I learned, that's one of the things in my relationships when, we're, when I just said like, make sure you're aligned before you go into a relationship. I was like, yes. I always thought I was aligned. And then like mm -hmm. every relationship, I learned something more and it was deeper and it was deeper. But I never ever said I was attracting the same person because I was very conscious and aware moving through of what I was learning, how I was changing moving through. Yeah. And which for you, I really would say um, was a really good example of like, ooh, I got to experience this part here and this part here and totally. this part here and now it's all together. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Even though I could easily find, I could find the common ground in all of them. Totally. Like yes. if I, Great you know what I mean? Point. Like easily. Yes. Um, you know, just from being your friend, I could be, I could list it off. So I could have never told, done that because I could yeah, have told you could the story. Have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But That's it didn't great. serve you. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything you want to wrap up with? 
Why do I attract the same guy? Uh, I think this has been a great show. I'm sure that we'll come back to it again and we'll we'll talk a lot more um, about it. I really love this topic because it brings up like so much of who we're being mm-hmm. um, in a very different way. And mm-hmm. just to circle back, you have to be the person who can receive all that stuff that you want. It all comes back to you. Yay. You got all the power. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> All right, everyone. We will catch you next week. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.